Ashley Daily Encouragement. I hope you guys are having a great week so far. I'm asking myself as I'm talking to you, I'm like, what episode is this going to be? What day is this one going to be releasing on? It will be Thursday, November 28th, episode number 21. That's pretty exciting, you guys. Again, going on for a month. I thank you guys for all your support. Thank you for everyone who has subscribed, who listens, who shares this podcast. I really just have a heart to uh, communicate and share with people the places where I was at in my life, the ways I was thinking about things, and how God has so graciously poured in my life perspectives that have changed my life in such deep ways. You guys, I have so much more freedom and peace. Um, It's a little scary at times because, you know, when you're in a season of transition, uh, you're going from the, the old to the new and, you know, that requires a whole new set of beliefs and behaviors and attitudes. And I feel like I'm in a massive transition in my life right now, you guys. Um, matter of fact, I know I am. And uh, that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. But before we get into it, again, thank you guys for all your support. Thank you for sharing this. Um, I pray that you guys are blessed. Please continue to share it and subscribe. The more you guys share these things and subscribe, rate the podcast, uh, it boosts up the algorithm. It gets it out there in front of more in front of more people. And that's just my heart. I'm going to share my story and I want to empower people's lives in ways that the Lord has empowered mine. So let me just jump right into this thing, you guys. I told you that I want to try to, you know, take each week, you know, kind of the, whatever I talked about with maturity and try to like tie it in together with each thing throughout the week. And so, um, this morning I was sitting here and I was like, okay, Lord, what have I been talking about this week? And I went back and I was kind of reflecting. So Monday we talked about maturity, right? Uh, and that was, you know, you were only a slave to what you allow. And I was like, okay, I remember that now. And then the next day we went to bonding and we talked about the things that you bond to, will, you know, impact what you allow in your life, right? And it will also, there's going to be another episode, I think it released yesterday about boundaries, uh, about how what what you bond to will impact the boundaries you set in your life or you don't have in your life, what you allow into your life, what you don't allow into your life. And, you know, if that podcast sounds a little jumbled yesterday, guys, I kind of felt a little bit jumbled, to be really honest with you, but I hope I made the point clear about, you know, um, as far as setting boundaries, if you haven't bonded with the right people, you're going to lack boundaries or, you know, you're going to allow things into your life that don't need to be there. And so, um, now we're going to be getting into, you know, the whole process of this, right? I mean, going from the real self to the ideal. Okay. Going from who you are and who you want to become. That's going to take a combination. You guys, it's going to take a combination of recognizing your slavery Okay. You know, what are you, what are you allowing? Remember we talked about that on Monday with that episode. So check it out. If you missed that, um, you're only a slave to what you allow. So if you feel like a slave, what are you allowing? The relationships that contribute to that slavery, being able to be objective that way with your life in this way, you guys, that is part of the fruit of the spirit. That is part of taking full responsibility for our life and the outcomes of our life and the decisions that we're making. At the end of the day, who are we going to blame, especially for grown adults? Right, children are underneath the authority of their parents in a way where you know they don't have the freedom yet to make their own decisions. But then there comes this this transition to adulthood where it's like, okay, now you're in the driver's seat. You get to decide. You know what I mean? And so we have to analyze the relationships that will contribute to the slavery that we find her in, or even the freedom. There's two sides to the coin, you guys. And I'm just now learning that 
in my life myself that I learned what it felt to be a slave. I lived in slavery for so long, you guys, burdened, stressed, my voice buried underneath of everyone else's, you know, desires and wants, uh, putting everyone else before me in that way, not considering what I needed, not receiving from other people, walled off, you guys, the list goes on and on. And now I'm learning how to maintain freedom. And your relationships will contribute to your freedom or to your slavery. But you got to figure out where you're at first. If you feel like a slave, you have to take full responsibility and say, wow, Lord, how have I allowed myself to get to this point in my life where I feel like I have absolutely no control in my life and I'm not making the decisions I want to make? You guys got to figure that out. So check this out, you guys. This is kind of a thought I had this morning. So in order to go from where we are and where we want to be, we have to be able to give X access, right, to our life. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me unpack this for really quick. You guys, I'm like, what did I just write? Okay. Um, okay. So that you have to be able to look at your life and ask yourself, where am I giving access or denying the grace that I need from God at this time? Analyze your life. Where am I needing grace? Where am I denying grace in my life where I needed it? Where do I have God's grace? Where do I even recognize it? Am I paying attention to what's happening inside of me? God says, remember when Jesus was here and he said, you know, many will come to you say, you know, the the kingdom of heaven is over there or the savior is over there or whatever, right? God says, what did he say? He goes, the kingdom of heaven is within. You have to be so self-aware to recognize God's work in your heart, the fruit of the spirit in your heart, the things that he's maybe trying to bring to you, maybe in your silence, you guys, that's why it's so good to get alone with the Lord and listen to what you're saying to yourself inside. Like if you're not spending time with God, ask yourself, why are you afraid to confront yourself and the things that you're thinking that are bringing you chaos? Right. Isn't that crazy how it can be so, it can be so much easier to live in the chaos and the stress than to actually just let God expose it and say, Lord, why, why am I allowing myself to live this way? Right. So giving ourselves uh, permission to evaluate, right. Where do we need grace from God? Where are we denying it? Right. And that kind of thing. So check this out. God's truth and who he is will always carry on. Okay. God is, God is truth. He's the ultimate reality. He will never change. He says, I'm the same today or yesterday, today, tomorrow, forever. I'm the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end. There's characteristics about the Lord that are consistent. You guys, we need that, especially as human beings. We need that foundation, right? Where else are we going to, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I want to live from such a solid place. I think I've shared with you guys in other episodes talking about, you know, being able to live in such a way that your peace is not dependent upon circumstances and what's going on or someone's opinion or how well you perform or don't perform at something, but you're consistent like God in the sense of, I always have peace. I'm always going to have joy. It's, it's not going to be perfect guys. Cause we're growing and developing. We don't have all knowledge and wisdom, but we're growing and developing. We're changing. We're allowing God to mold us and shape us. Right. He's so anyway, he's always going to carry on. Okay. But it's our beliefs and attitudes that will be the clay in the potter's hand. Okay. Are you allowing God to mold and shape your perspective and your beliefs and your attitudes and the ways that you think about his word? It's not that God's word isn't true. Sometimes it's your interpretation of it. That's getting in the way. Okay. 
So you got to be willing to allow God to penetrate you in such that way. And you know what? If your interpretation of it is wrong, that's okay. Because here's the deal. Usually when we, if, if it's wrong, it's not producing anything good in us anyway. If you're thinking about God's word and it feels like a burden, you're thinking about it wrong. Don't you want to be released from that burden? Don't, don't you want to be able to just look at it and say, you know what, God, the way I'm perceiving you right now is not serving me. I don't have peace. I'm stressed. I'm letting I'm letting the enemy steal, kill, and destroy for me all in the name of not wanting to uh, look like I'm not trusting you. Isn't it funny how we can even hide behind God in that way? Because we know our shortcomings. We know where we're not trusting him. We know where things aren't working out. And all of a sudden, you find yourself trying to play that game even with the Lord. And he's fully aware, you guys, of, you know, what's going on, right? And so, um, you guys, I apologize. My phone keeps going off here. Um, I'm like, what the heck is happening? Beep, beep, beep. So, anyway, guys. So, you have to be able to look at your life and and analyze your beliefs about the Lord and where you're really at in your relationship with him. Okay. That's going to be key. And that is what's going to transform you. If you don't have peace and you want to get peace, check your beliefs and your motives about what you think about God and what he's saying to you. Okay. And how you're interpreting that whole situation. And so that's where I've been at these days. You guys, I've been asking God these questions because there's different areas of my life where I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, maybe I'm not doing enough for the podcast or it's not as fancy or I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. Comparing myself to all these other people who have completely different lives. Let's be honest, right? I cannot compare myself to someone else's life that I'm not living, right? But I find myself doing that at times. Do you guys find yourself doing that? I do. And I'm like, Lord, what is up with that? You know, God, forgive me for comparing myself to other people. Forgive me for not owning my story and where you have me right now and my grace and my roots and what you're doing inside of me, right? I can get so focused on what I think I need to be doing instead of just saying, Lord, look at the grace you've given to me to be able to do what I'm doing right now, right? What, what the grace God is pouring into your life to accomplish the tasks that you've accomplished. Only you know your story, where you've been, what you've struggled with and where you're at now. And that's the only thing that you can impact at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. It's cool if you can influence other people's lives. That's what you want to do. But if you can't even influence your own life and the direction of your own life and where you're headed and how you're thinking and how you're being, you can't, you can't do nothing for nobody. Right. So we got to be able to, you know, really look at our stories and say, Lord, you know, how are you growing and developing us? How are you, you know, Lord, how are you changing me? How have you changed me in my life? Where have I come from? You know, looking at your past, you guys, what was your past like before, even before you were in, in Christ? What was your life like? How is your life different now compared to what it was? Where do you believe God's been leading you? You guys, I believe God's been leading me. You know, I'm going to say ever since I was a little kid, I've always known that he was with me right now. Consciously 13 years ago, I made a decision that I said, Lord, life for life. You know, I'll lay my life down and I'll live for you. You know, and it's funny how we can forget that there was a, I'm hoping there was a time in your life where you surrendered and you said, Lord, I I'm going to live for you. You say, don't worry about my life, what I'll eat, what I'll drink, what I'll wear. I'm going to live for you, Lord, right? I'm going to live in that place of, um, you know, complete surrender and you took God and direct my steps. And so I reflected this morning, like, you know what, Lord, that's what I've been doing. I've been letting you reflect my steps. Are you guys doing that? Are you, do you realize that you've given control of, you know, your life to the Lord and that where you're at right now is where he's led you to? 
right? Now, you may have made some decisions that you're like, man, I wish things would have been different, but that's okay. Right now, you have a special wisdom and a special grace that only you can give to other people out of the mistakes and failures that you've made. You wouldn't have that wisdom if you wouldn't have thought the way you did at the time. And as I tell my friends and my family, especially my grandma, you know, because, you know, grandmas, when they get older, right, they can look at their life, especially, especially my, my grandma listens to this podcast. She's hearing things she never even heard before, right? Especially in relationship to my mom. And I know that can be really difficult for her at times. And I say, grandma, you know what? You, every decision you ever made, even when you weren't even in the Lord, right? I mean, when my grandma was 19 years old or whatever, I said, you were making the best decision with the information you had at the time. You can't judge yourself for what you didn't know. Right? Are you guys realizing that? That you're only making the decisions with the knowledge you've had at the time and making peace with that? Do you think, does everybody wake up every day and say, I want to screw my life up today? Right? Who does that? Nobody does that, you guys. I, I, I'm going to assume that every single person God created wakes up and says, you know what? I want to try to make a good day today. I want to make the most of my life. Right? But because we get in this fixed mindset that, oh man, you know, I guess I'm the bad one or things will never change. You get stuck in the shame cycle. You get stuck in the guilt. You don't know what the function of guilt is. You guys, I did a podcast on here talking about the different emotions. I don't know if it's released yet. Dang it. I can't remember which one it is, but I did, I did a podcast talking about the main emotions and the function of them. And if I remember it, maybe one day I'll share it with you guys again. But anyway, just realizing that, you know, God's grace has penetrated your life through certain experiences that you've had. And now you have the opportunity to share that with people. And so just appreciating your journey, appreciating where you're at right now. And I had to do that this morning and say, Lord, I'm exactly where I need to be. I've made huge strides in my life that I never thought I'd be able to make. I thought I was going to be a people pleaser and worry about what people think about me the rest of my life. Now there's still threads of it, you guys, because why am I sitting there worrying about my podcast being a certain way or my videos are sounding a certain way, right? It's, it's still a threaded struggle. Now I'm trying to say, Lord, how do I continually look at this from a different angle? How, how do I need to continually be molded in, in my thinking? How am I still thinking that's contributing to that? And where, where, where's their holes at, Lord? Where do I need your grace? Help me to think about this in a way that's going to bring life to me and I can bring life to my children and bring life to the people out in the world that I want to impact. But I can't do that if I'm not doing it for myself in this way, you guys. I got to be able to self-reflect and analyze. And so I, I asked them those questions and I just reflected and said, wow, you've done so much for me, Lord. Forgive me for not appreciating that. You know, and my girl Tori slaughtered our given purpose. She did a podcast today, you guys. Let me see if I can look it up for you right quick. Because I'm like, okay, what day is this that we're recording? Um, the day that this got released is not the day that you guys are going to hear this episode. But she did an episode on... Today. So today technically would be November 7th. So this is getting released on November, November 28th. But it's called Grateful for What? And I listened to a little snippet just for a second this morning. And I was convicted... You know, she's like, what do you, you know, why are you not appreciating your gifts and things you went and you've been through and this or that? And I was just like, Lord, have mercy. Right. So you guys, I just want you to take a step back. You know, we, as we're making these transition, it goes from the real to the ideal. You got to be able to do it in the context of your life and just being grateful for the, the situations the Lord redeemed you from and the grace that he's going to give you. If you feel like a failure, that's cool. Guess what that means? You're a candidate for God's grace, right? And that's what we all need, you guys. We need it so bad. And as we just humble ourselves, admit what we don't have, and ask for what we need, Lord, I need perspective shift. Lord, I need you to help me think about this in a way that's going to bring life and peace and joy and the fruit of the Spirit back into my life. You guys, I will guarantee you God will answer that prayer. Right? So, but we got to, like I said, we got to be able to let, let be the clay 
in, in the potter's hand. Let him mold and shape the way we think about things, right? He's not going to break you. He wants to mold us, right? He wants to reshape us into something more beautiful, right? God's not going to destroy us, right? He's going he's gonna to mold us and love us into that. His grace is like the, the numbing agent, I suppose, for the, the pain of the transformation. Because going from something old to something new, it's a little scary. Those emotions that you feel like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle these transitions. It's like, you know what, Lord, I'm going to trust that you're going to be with me and you're going to give me the mindset I need to maintain the transition and the change that I'm making in my life. And that's always going to be that like that, you guys. We're always going to be going through this. And so really quick, before I get off here, you guys, God... He's so, he's so amazing to us, you know, and he provides resources for us that we don't even realize we needed. And so I went to the Goodwill with my husband, probably, I think it was over the weekend. You guys, I love Goodwill and I love reading. I love writing. I love doing this podcast. I love sharing things with people. Anyway, I digress. I went there. I was looking through, I was looking for a certain book. I was looking for Braving the Wilderness from Brene Brown. That's going to be a book that's going to be coming up on my list. You guys, if you, if you check it out, if you feel like you're in a wilderness, um, a wilderness in a sense of you're in these transitions, but you're like, man, you know, you're just kind of, you're like, what is the purpose of this season? Check it out. And so anyway, as I was there, I was looking at the different books and it was called the way of transition embrace embracing life's most difficult moments. And I was at first, I sort of kind of panicked a little bit because I have always been in this mindset that, Oh, great. If I read something like that, God, what are you going to bring into my life? Like, uh, like dreading, like, I'm not even kidding you guys. I've always thought like that to be really honest with you. Uh, I was listening to my other girls podcast, Casey Alexis being Eve. She's kind of wrapping up her first season right now. She's going into season two at the beginning of the new year, but you guys, she's got amazing content on her channel as well on her podcast being Eve that, you know, there's plenty of stuff on there. Anyway, one of her last podcasts she'd done before the podcast takeover, she was talking about the goals and things she has. And so I went to Walmart and I, I was like, you know what? I need to get focused on my goals, Lord, like, you know, different areas of my life. What do I want to work on in these different areas? You guys, and we're, I'm going to be talking a lot more, I think about that in, in, in January, you know, we're going to go into a season two as well. And I'm going to really start peeling back the layers of life coaching and those kind of things. I want to share that with you guys anyway. So I was thinking about these seven areas of my life and different goals I have in the, in the title on the on the journal, it said, uh, it says, bring it on. You guys, I didn't even want to buy that stupid journal. I'm being honest with you. I was like, what do you mean bring it on? I was like, I don't want to bring anything on. I was like, every time I ever had the mentality, it was just like, oh, you get your butt kicked. Seriously. And so, but I was like, Lord, you know what? I need to face that. I need to face that fear that I have when, you know, bring it on or, you know, embracing life's most difficult moments. Right. You guys, cause I've had difficult moments. We all have. You guys, we all have had our share of, oh, snap, this sucks, right? We've all had people die in our family and financial hardships and, and betrayals and, and you know, disengagement from the people you always thought were going to be there, you know, uh, relationships that you had invested your whole heart in and all of a sudden in just one conversation, boom, they're gone, right? People will just, you know, slowly turn their back. That stuff's painful and it sucks. And if you don't understand kind of what's supposed to happen in there. That stuff will make or break, it'll break you down and you might not get back up. So I was like, you know, Lord, I need to face that fear. I said, I need to, I need to figure out what the heck do I believe about life in this way that is going to keep me from life. If I keep believing that crap's going to hit the fan and I better just run and hide. I was like, I don't want to live like that anymore. So I got this book, The Way of Transition. And you guys, I've been so blessed 
by the first 18 pages. Like if you could see it, it's highlighted like crazy. It's called The Wave Transition from William Bridges. Uh, he also has another book called Transitions. And you guys, I'm telling you, this is so good. And I want to share this with you really, really quick. And then I'm going to get my butt off here because I see time is ticking. We're already 20 minutes into this game. So he was talking about the difference between change and transition. So I'm going to share that with you guys really quick because this was so good. Because this, this and this is relevant. This is relevant to us going from the real and ideal. We got to understand these transitions that we're going to make, that that God is calling us to make. Okay, check this out. So he goes, this is from that book. Change is a situational shift. So here's some examples of change. Getting a new boss is a change. And so is receiving a promotion or losing your job. Moving to a different house is a change. And so is remodeling your house or losing it in a fire. You guys, have you ever had a fire? I've had a fire, an apartment fire. Mine and my husband's first apartment. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Having a new child is a change for everyone in the family, including the new baby who was pretty well suited before all the change took place. And of course, losing a loved one is a change, a huge one. You guys, and I, I've experienced every single, every single thing on there. I imagine you have experienced everything on there. We all, we all are not strangers to suffering and, and grief and strangers to change. Everyone's going through change, but check this out. He goes, transition on the other hand, it's the process of letting go of the way things used to be and then taking hold of the way they subsequently come. Subsequently become. In between the letting go and the taking hold again, there is a chaotic but potentially creative neutral zone when things aren't the old way but aren't really a new way either. This three-phase process, ending, neutral zone, beginning again, is transition. And we'll read a couple more things to you guys. Transition is the way that we all come to terms with change. Without transition, a change is mechanical, superficial, empty. If transition does not occur, or if it is begun but aborted, people end up mentally and emotionally back where they started, and the change doesn't work. In spite of the new boss, or the new house, or the new baby, nothing is really different. When we resist transition, we resist one or more of the three phases of its makeup. We may resist letting go of the old. We may resist the confusion of the in-between neutral zone state, or we may resist the uncertainties of making a risky new beginning. We resist transition, not because we can't accept the change, but because we can't accept letting go of that piece of ourselves that we have to give up when we win and because the situation has changed. Wow. I'm going to read that line one more time. We resist transition, not because we can't accept the change, but because we can't accept letting go of that piece of ourselves that we have to give up when and because the situation has changed. I was just like, wow, Lord. So the only thing that is stopping us is what we believe about ourselves in the future that God is leading us into. So I was like, Lord, give me the grace I need to continually allow you to mold the way I'm thinking about things so I can step in to what you have for me. You guys, the Lord wants to do that with you too. Are you willing to allow him to penetrate your heart in that way? Ask him these questions. Lord, what am I holding on to that is getting in the way of these transitions you're trying to bring into my life? We all have change. It's how we think about these things that's going to get in the way. Are you 
are surrendering your beliefs to the Lord in this way and allowing him to give you the mindset you need to maintain the good changes he wants to bring into your life. You guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope you have an awesome weekend. We are coming into December, you guys. Oh, Lord. I'm pretty excited, though. I'm hoping we're going to get our Christmas tree on the 30th of this month. I want to get it. I want to be able to enjoy it with the kids the whole month and enjoy the season. It's a fun time for us, you guys. And I hope you guys have, you know, things to look forward to. But if you don't, even in your circumstances in that way, oh, my God, look inside yourself and say, Lord, thank you for the changes you're making. And if you if he's not making any changes, is it him or is it you? Ask yourself the question. Who's, who's maybe dragging their feet in this game, right? God, God ain't dragging his feet. He's going to continue to do what he does. But we can, we can leave ourselves in the dust in a way if we don't surrender the way we're thinking about things to him and allow him to change our minds so we can have the good that he wants for us. God only wants good for us, right? So anyway, guys, I'm going to pop off here. I love you all. Have an awesome, awesome weekend. I will see you guys on Monday. Uh, we're going to be talking about maturity again. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for your support. Check, check me out. Uh, what is it? Tomorrow's Friday. So food for thought Friday on Facebook, soul food Sunday with Scott on Sundays, just sharing with you guys the things that we're talking about in our little home church here and hopes of inspiring and encouraging you. And you guys just kind of get to know my husband a little bit and you know, his awesomeness that he offers to the world and to us and just his perspective. Uh, it's really good. And, uh, we appreciate you, Scott. You're amazing. So, all right. We love you guys. Have an, I love you guys. We love you guys. Have an awesome, awesome weekend, and we'll, we will see you next time.